Um, hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Badish Podcast with your favorite and most inconsistent podcast hosts. Um, I totally, I totally jinxed us on the last episode when I said that we were going to be consistent because literally right after that happened, I moved back to the states. So I've actually been like going through the whole process of like getting my apartment set up, like settling back into like my life in Arizona. These are all excuses. But valid, but valid ones at that, you know, (laughs) because I do have a life and responsibilities. Um, But yeah, I guess as far as life updates go, then those are the updates. I am back stateside. Love that for myself. You know, elections are coming up. Arizona is going to be a great place to be. Um, And that's about it. School's kicking my ass. And, you know, we're just struggling through Zoom University. So. Right. That's all I have. Um, is it all you have? That's it? That is. That Nothing uh, else? Nothing else? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not air my business out on this podcast? Absolutely. <laughs> now is not the time, Miss <laughs> Potter. It really is not. Anyways, do you have any life updates, Zia no. Potter? None. Okay. Mm. Wow, my full government. Because, mm. wow. So on the last couple of episodes, we were talking about, you know, self-actualization, finding yourself, self-love. We turned it into a mini-series. Um, so we had the first two episodes. So the first one was on self-love as a holistic concept. And then the second one was on finding the balance between loving yourself and still having and accountability to others right so loving yourself and being accountable to the people in your life and being responsible for self and all those things basically you know just saying that self-love isn't just bubble baths and mimosas on a Sunday morning even though we do enjoy all of these things but um this episode which is about two weeks late Mm. maybe three I think it's I digress. This episode is more along the lines of setting boundaries for yourself and the people in your life. So what really brought up this particular topic in general was a quote that we had seen, I think Zia saw it, on social media that basically said, and I quote, I would rather adjust my life to your absence than adjust my boundaries to accept your disrespect. So there's a lot to unpack there, I think, because first and foremost, you have to have a conversation about, or we are going to have a conversation about the setting of boundaries, what that looks like personally, and then, you know, general tips for setting boundaries in general and like in your life. Um, We're going to talk about maintenance of boundaries. We're going to talk about, you know, the actions that you take after those boundaries have been disregarded. I don't want to use the word disrespect quite yet, but the reason I say that, um, and this is, a te- this is a sidebar, which we're going to delve into later, but the reason I say I don't want to use the word disrespect quite yet is because I think there's a difference between like disregarding and disrespecting a boundary because sometimes people might not be realizing that they're not regarding a boundary, you know what I mean? Like sometimes somebody might do something and not realize that a boundary has been set they might not realize that a line has been crossed for you and so that in itself isn't really disrespect but then there are times where you know somebody intentionally does something that you've made clear this is a boundary for me and in that case it is disrespectful because you've made yourself 
Claire and they just didn't care. So let's start off by asking the question, what do you think your most important boundaries are, Z? Oh, God. (laughs) I want to say, because, like, obviously it's not that I don't have boundaries, but I don't know if I know exactly, like, what my specific boundaries are. And I think a lot of that has to do with just plainly not interacting with a lot of people. My thing with that is, if you're saying that you don't clearly know what your boundaries are, can you be upset at somebody for disrespecting the boundary or disregarding the boundary? Because if you don't clearly know what they are, then you haven't clearly stated it to them. Or am I missing? Oh, no, that's definitely 100% true. I think how, I guess if I really had to think about it, and this would still not be me, be me stating a specific boundary, but I mm-hmm. think this might be something that kind of happens in the moment. If I notice that you do something that upsets me, I will kind of like make that known that like, hey, I don't okay. like when you do yeah. A, B or C. And then if we and then in that moment, we know to establish that as a boundary. Yeah. And I'll okay. be like, hey, like, I really would appreciate it if you don't do this. Do and then if anymore. you continue to do it, then we know that we have a problem because definitely I agree that I think sometimes people think that certain boundaries are supposed to kind of be ingrained. And because we know that we maybe inherently don't like something, we expect other people to inherently not like it as well. And Mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is, is that people can be like so different. We come from all walks of life. I mean, so many different ways that what might be uncomfortable for you is not uncomfortable for our next person. So to know not to take that stuff, maybe personally, or like take it as like a deep offense the first time it happens and to really right. like set that groundwork in that moment. Cause like, I think a big part of that is addressing things in the moment when it happens yeah. and not letting it fester. So then when that behavior continues, eventually you have this big blow up and then everyone's just like confused. Like, girl, I didn't know. I'm frustrated. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think I agree with you. And I think I kind of set boundaries in a similar regard for myself. I tend to address things in the moment or even if I don't do it in the exact moment that it happens, because sometimes like something may bother me and I'll give myself like 20 minutes to think about it. And I'll be like, did that really bother me or am I just in a bad mood? You know what I mean? But like it will be addressed within, I would say, 24 hours of the thing happening so that, you know, going forward, I could be like, oh, just by the way, and not to make it like this huge deal that ruins our relationship or whatever, or, you know, makes things awkward. But I would prefer if we didn't do this anymore, or if right. you didn't do that anymore. So for me, I feel like I set, and I think it should be that way. Personally, I, I set boundaries as I interact with people, because realistically speaking, the boundaries that you have with one person are not going to be the boundaries that you That's have with another person based on the relationship the nature of the relationship that you have with that person you know what I'm saying so then boundaries have to be flexible because they're different for different people and so by that regard they need to happen you know as you interact with each other so for example I might completely hate when somebody that I'm not very good friends with touches my head people like to touch my head and I'll be like don't do that I hate that don't touch me we're not friends like that but on the flip side of that coin the person that I'm dating touches my head all the time and I don't mind it (laughs) so you know very different people have very different rules right like so I think 
as it relates to setting boundaries, um, there are no hard and fast rules about how you set boundaries for the people in your life or set boundaries for the people that you interact with. But I do think one thing that is important to take note of is the fact that they need to happen as interaction happens or as the relationship furthers itself, however that happens. So whether it's a professional relationship or a friendship or a romantic relationship, like those boundaries need to happen in time with your interactions with that person. Right. Um, and then I think what I also think is very important is it's a lot easier to set a boundary in the moment than it is to look back and be like, three months ago, you did something that offended me and I never addressed it. Because I think that that's just harder because you can, it's easier to correct an action when it happens or a misaction when it happens than it is to try to correct it later on down the road. It's like training, right. it's like a training dog. a dog. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to make it the comparison is. between people and and, anim- and dogs, but it's like training a dog, you know, like the dog pees in the house and you quarrel with the dog and you don't give the dog a treat. The dog pees outside and you give the dog a treat and now the rules for not peeing in the house have been set. Right. You know? So. And like, I think we kind of talked about this, um, I think actually on the, on the last podcast, because um, for me personally, don't come to me with something that bothered you three months ago. And then all of a sudden you want to make it into like this big, like blown out thing. Cause I'm gonna look at you crazy. I'm gonna be like, you could have, you really don't even know. told me this. Like, I don't even know what that, I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. What right, you, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even know like what you're talking about. Like, you want me to remember what I did that to me was literally like insignificant, but apparently shaped your whole life. Right. Like, from three months ago. Right. Like, I, oh my gosh. I'm not trying to hear it. So And so I think I think as we go down this road, it's important to highlight things like what we are defining a boundary to be. And just so that people, you know, have a full grasp of what it is we're talking about. So one personal definition of boundaries that I like is personal boundaries are the limits and rules that we set for ourselves within our respective relationships, whatever that relationship looks like. So a person with a healthy boundary can say no to others when it's something that they don't want to do or they don't like or they don't appreciate and by similar regard they're comfortable enough to open themselves up to like intimacy in their close relationships so I think that leads back to our last podcast as well where we talked about the power of no just say no if you don't want to do it say no and I think a lot of the reason that people don't say no the reason that people don't set boundaries for themselves is FOMO like the fear of missing out um, but that's another topic entirely because I feel like we also talked about that on a little bit yeah. on like our last podcast. Yeah. Um, which is so, why this is a series because it's all interconnected. Exactly. So you'll probably hear a lot of the same kind of messages reflected throughout the last couple of podcasts yeah. that we did. Yeah. So we set our definition for boundaries, um, which is interesting because with boundaries, you boundaries are definitions in themselves. You know what I mean? So what you're saying is this behavior that you did this action that you took I'm defining it and this is what it is and I do not like it right please do not do it again so that's why I thought giving a definition for what we're calling boundaries was important but also just to like highlight that bit um and then as far as like tips and tricks for setting boundaries I think 
first and foremost, it's important to know your limits. So you have to know what doesn't feel good for yourself. You have to know what you can and cannot handle and what you can and cannot take. You have to know when something inherently doesn't sit well with you, whether it's like with your spirit, with your energy, whatever it is, you have to know that for yourself. So a big part of setting boundaries in itself is knowing yourself, which we talked about two podcasts ago. So if you haven't listened to that, you might want to. You might have to rewind a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing that I think comes into play when talking about, and you can tell me how you feel about this. But when talking about setting boundaries is knowing your values, because what you value, somebody else might not value. So a boundary might look different for you than it will for someone else. For example, if you are a devout Christian who goes to church every Sunday and you value that connection with God and going to church every Sunday, and your man is a frat boy <laughs> who parties uh, all weekend, then does not go to some, church on Sunday. Does not go to church on Sunday because he's hungover on Sunday morning. Right. So at some point, don't you think that a boundary would have to get set about in your relationship about how y'all are gonna spend your Saturday nights or how his behavior doesn't align with your spirituality or whatever that conversation looks like for you but I think a big part of setting boundaries is knowing your values I definitely agree like you have to there is something in compatibility in the people that we interact with that I think can really influence um setting boundaries because like while you were speaking I kind of wrote it down so I wouldn't forget um but like if you feel uncomfortable setting boundaries with people you probably need new people like if you feel like you are not in the position to ask someone like please can you respect this please can you not do this if that like kind of in of itself makes you feel uncomfortable if you're worried about how they take it if you're worried that they might be offended so on and so forth Yes, there's a possibility that maybe you just need some self-esteem boost or whatever to like be a little bit more confident in voicing concerns. But there is also a really good possibility that inherently those people do not make you feel safe. So and the congregation says (laughs) amen. So I think if yeah, I just think if you really felt like if you are a devout Christian and like you cannot maybe separate you being like a devout Christian from your man who's like a frat boy and literally is like I don't know like an atheist that's just like the farthest thing from being a Christian to be fair that that might not be the best example because those two things aren't really part like Christianity and being an atheist are more parallels than church and being a frat boy but I was just thinking about that because I know somebody who is a Christian girl whose boyfriend is a frat boy and they're always writing about it But it's like, and it's not to say, well, I mean, in that sense, it's not, and it's not to say that one person is better than the other, or like, one is good and one is bad. It really just means that maybe you guys are just not compatible, and you have issues with confronting um, those issues in a relationship, because inherently, because of what they believe in, and like, who they are based off of those experiences, it's just something that doesn't sit well with your spirit. So maybe you need to separate and find someone a little bit more and I fully and I and I mean we talked about this we talked about how you know sometimes 
the best thing to do in a situation is to walk away from people. So I think all this boils down to if you don't feel comfortable enough voicing how you feel in your relationships, then those relationships aren't relationships that you should be continuing because you should be able to feel heard in your relationships, whatever the relationship is. If you can't speak up for yourself, if you can't set a boundary in a relationship, it might be time to say goodbye to that relationship. And that's not saying that saying goodbye to the relationship is the easiest thing to do. Right. But that doesn't mean that it isn't something that needs to be done. Right. The simple solution is not always the easiest one. Yeah. Like, they're two very different things. So it's very simple. Like, a simple solution is to cut off a relationship when it's not working for you. But because of, like, emotional, like, hang-ups and, like, connection and things like that, it's maybe not always the easiest thing to do in practice. So we're not trying to negate the fact that you might have genuine feelings or genuine emotions attached to the people in your life that may or may not be bad for you. But we're saying don't overlook your own, like, feelings of discomfort on the basis of trying to keep somebody in your life just because because of an emotional tie or an emotional connection, which segues perfectly into my next point about what things you should be taking into consideration when setting boundaries for yourself and the people in your life. And that is listening to your emotions, like listening to that inner voice, because you know when something makes you uncomfortable. You know when somebody does something that hurts your feelings or makes you feel <laughs> overlooked or unappreciated or whatever like you know what you you know yourself for them for the most part I would hope so and you even if you don't fully know yourself because some of us not us some of y'all don't <laughs> but even if you That's might not okay. en- even if you might not entirely know yourself or whatever you do know how to identify the emotions that you're feeling so it's important to listen to those emotions which we talked about but also my follow-up point with that is and this might sound just a tad condescending but have a little self-respect just just a tad oh my god not you on this podcast telling these people to have self-respect yo (laughs) just a touch of thought where you know what this podcast episode today is going to be some tough love okay and (laughs) and for me the tough love message today is have a little self-respect respect yourself enough to demand respect from the other people in your life respect yourself enough that when you set a boundary you make sure that the people in your life also respect that boundary respect yourself enough to do things like listening to your emotions and protecting and respecting your own values and knowing your limits and making sure other people know your limits as well respect yourself enough to you know, right. don't do things that make you feel uncomfortable just because you have the fear of missing out or you care about the person that's involved. Like, do you not care about yourself too? All right, Miss Ma'am. All right. Anyways. And then my last two points with this are, you know, while having respect for yourself, have respect for others as well. So it goes back to that whole thing of just because I love myself does that mean that I get to disregard other people in my life? So understand that setting boundaries is important. Protecting your space is important and your mental health and your spirit and all of that is important. But also understand that that's why I said earlier, 
that sometimes I, something will happen and I'll sit with it for 20 minutes before I say anything. Because sometimes the person hasn't actually done something that bothered me. Sometimes I'm just in a really shitty fucking mood. And they do something that rubbed me the wrong way while I was in a shitty mood. And if I spoke before I thought, which I do often, but if I spoke before I thought, I would just be lashing out at a person and not really setting a boundary. So while having respect for yourself and your emotions, have respect for the people in your circle as well, have respect for the people around you as well and understand that while setting boundaries is self-serving, it doesn't need to be selfish. And then my last thing is be assertive. So don't be like, oh, you did this thing that bothered me, but it's okay. No, you you did this thing that bothered me. That's it. Right. I, I feel like that's how I approach setting boundaries personally, like in my life. Okay. So I guess from my part, when you were speaking, I kind of remembered something that I wrote a while ago, and I think it's actually kind of relevant to what we're talking in this podcast. So I wrote this quote, um, you cling to the people of your past because you believe none will be in your future, but there will be others. And I think that's really relevant to setting boundaries because I think we let a lot of people make us uncomfortable. We let them assassinate our character. Um, We just let them tear us down because we feel like whether this is on a relationship or like a friendship level or on a family level, that these will be the only people in our lives who are going to give us attention or love or likeness or whatever whatever it is that you're looking for. But you're really dragging me right now. (laughs) There's going to be so many. You're dragging knife from like three years ago right now. I don't appreciate it. Uh, not not dragging like, me of today but dragging me of like right. three years ago thanks the so old, much for that yes <laughs> digging old up Nikki. all the past lives bruh but it's like you're gonna live so many years and there are like literally billions millions you're gonna trillions, cross paths with so many so people. many people like on this earth that you don't have to put up with not enough because you yeah. don't think there's someone else out there there are um, tons of people i I completely want to touch on her point just because I feel as though what she said is very true. A lot of the time we are afraid to let go of the people that we have, even if they are shitty people, because we're afraid that we won't get new people or we won't get better people, or even we might get shitty people. And granted, like you're going to cross so many people from so many walks of life as you move through this existence. So you are going to experience some shitty people, but you're also going to experience some people that are great. And that are great for you and that add to your life and that aren't just there for like character building, you know? Right. And I think a lot of the time I see this with the girls staying in relationships that they really shouldn't be in because they think that this guy is the best that they can get. And I can say this because I've done it. And so I've definitely, especially because it happened in a space where I was just really struggling with my mental health and stuff. And he really did not help the situation by saying shit like, you're really never going to find anybody that loves you as much as I do or whatever. And Zia, Zia knows this whole situation. None of us like this guy. Like, nope. we, we hate him. But I say all of this to say, you know, there's so many people in the world that are going through the same things that you're going through and you just don't know about it because you aren't in contact with those people. So you might be in a shitty situation right now and you think that you can't get out of it or you don't want to get out of it because you don't think that they're 
is anything after the storm. And as somebody who's been through the storm, I'm here to tell you that leave the situation. Like the rain stops falling after a while and the sun comes back out and the world is bright and glittery or whatever. And you get new people and right. you find love again and you find love that is better than the last love you had. You find love that fills you up instead of leaving you empty and you learn lessons from the shitty relationship with the bad guy that didn't treat you the way that he should have you learn what not to put up with in your next relationship and it makes you a stronger person so right yeah and just kind of like speaking on relationships that actually brings me to another quote and like this will be my last quote of the day because I only have so many of these that I write at a time because my writing is so sporadic but it's why even give him the attention the man looks into the mirror every day and knows what he is listen like these men like these people Nyla's giving me this look with the camera right now and it's hilarious but it's like stop trying to explain away horrible behavior stop trying on the basis of love right stop trying to like plead your case the same case over and over and over again to men to people who clearly have no um I don't even know what the word is right now they have no intention of ever following through they have no intention of treating you right they have no intention of giving you the respect that you deserve they have no intention of doing that and he knows that so the man looks into the mirror every day and he know he knows what he is says he knows he's trash he knows that and with this quote I have a quote from a poem that I absolutely love um and it goes the man tells me who he is and I believe him I have so much beautiful time so basically the gist of the entire poem is this girl being very in love with this very being tragically in love with this man who is so bad for her and she knows it and each time she finds a reason to overlook it because she loves this man so much and I know so many girls I know so many friends I know so many girls in general I've done it like I know so many women and I've seen men do it too let's not cap like girls are the only people that stay in toxic relationships that's not cap like men are the only toxic people in a relationship like I've seen men do it as well the world I know Yeah, I know so many people that stay in bad relationships because they think, oh, you know, at some point this rough patch will come to an end. But sis, the rough patch has been happening. And sis is gender neutral. But sis, the rough patch has been happening for the past two years. There is no end to the rough patch. This is who he is. This is who she is. Believe people when they show you who they are and want better for yourself. Right. Um, There's no reason to plead your case with someone who has no intention of following through exactly so why so I very much enjoy all the quotes that we've had today (laughs) we should do this more often (laughs) bro we should have like a quote on of the day from each of us maybe like at the end of the podcast like that kind of ties because we do not record podcasts every day you're right quote of the week quote of the week we can do quote of the day on the baddish page though put it in the story um but all of that has been speaking about the setting of boundaries so what I kind of want to touch on now is the maintaining of those boundaries and what to do after you've tried to maintain a boundary and somebody has chosen not to respect it so I think it goes to say to just get rid of them (laughs) but but I understand (laughs) that 
I might I understand that it's not always as easy as that it's not always as straightforward as that so what I want to say first and foremost is to make sure that the boundary is understood sometimes you and I know I do it sometimes and sometimes you're just listening to respond as opposed to listening to understand so what I like to do a lot of the time when just to make sure that people are clear I'll be like what did I just tell you what did I just say to you Do you understand what I said to you? Do you know what not to do going forward? (laughs) Yes? Okay. So now at that point, the stage has been set. We're all on the same page. We all understand that there is now a boundary that exists. In the event that the boundary is disregarded the first time, in the event that you are not a one strike and you're out type of person, when the boundary is disregarded, acknowledge that the boundary has been disregarded when it has been disregarded. So like at that present moment, because it's not the same as setting a boundary where you might need to take 20 minutes to figure out if this is a boundary that needs to be set or not. This boundary has been set and they're not playing by the rules. So acknowledge then and there that this boundary has been disregarded. Ask if there is a reason why. A va- like not that there's any valid reason for disrespecting boundaries but sometimes I'm having a really bad day and I'm an asshole because I'm having a really bad day and generally speaking the boundary between you and your partner is don't be an asshole and so right. I might be an asshole because I had a really bad day and my partner might be like um is there a reason you're being an asshole and I'll be hey. like Okay, so you've drawn to my attention that I'm being an asshole. I can apologize for that. I can accept accountability for the fact that I'm being an asshole. And this is why. And these are the efforts I will make for it to not happen again. These are the efforts I will make to make it up to you because I am in the wrong here. So I think it's important when acknowledging that the boundary has been disregarded to for the person to feel responsible for their actions so to acknowledge that they have disregarded a boundary you know have a conversation about it and then have a conversation about why the boundary needs to stand and this really shouldn't be fucking happening and then the second time the boundary is disregarded well I have no I have no answers for you after the second time because after the second time it's perfect (laughs) (laughs) if you have any advice there (laughs) <laughs> second boundaries no because I'd be arguing with my friends about this all the time I'd be like you should stop speaking to him and then yeah. they're like or them because again gender neutral but and they're like no Zia because it's oh oh you know what but that doesn't help with the second it's just to, just to just, just two quick notes I just want to interject in here it has nothing to do about when boundaries are broken a second time but just while we're here one stop Get, stop handing people excuses to use as to why they broke boundaries. Let them come up with that on the their excuse own. Them about, okay, stop. also, stop forgiving people who didn't ask for forgiveness. <laughs> they don't give a fuck that they broke that boundary. They don't give a fuck that you are hurt or that you feel disrespected. Why have you automatically forgiven them? And I don't mean forgive them for yourself and your peace of mind. I mean, forgive them and then let them continue doing the shit that they shouldn't be doing in the first place. Why are you doing that? Why are you forgiving right. people who don't want it uh, at all? So it's like, you, you cannot... Bro, I just think it's just so weird, the conversations that I be like, it is like very interesting to kind of like be the outside person looking in because 
you cannot set up a conversation about you really hurt my feelings. I know that you're in a bad space right now, or I know that you, bro, those are stop. Cause then all they hear is that excuse. And then all they do is parrot back what you just said to them. Don't give them their own accountability. You don't do that for them. They have to have that for themselves. I think I don't even know what you do in summer. I think if someone like disrespects your boundaries a second time, I don't know how you're not hit, just hit, like hit the road, goodbye. And I think like part of the thing that we have with goodbye is this idea that it needs to be something that's permanent. And this is not, again, this is not advocating that you get back with like toxic people or someone who's an abusive. That's not, that's not what this, this is to say. This is to say that sometimes people just are not in the right head space mentally to be prepared to abide by the boundaries that you want to set. And that's okay. It does not necessarily mean that you will never see these people again. It's okay to put someone on a sidebar for a time and be like, sir, you are on a timeout, ma'am, you are on a timeout until you can prove, like prove, not just say, but until you can prove to me that you are capable of respecting this boundary. And hopefully, if they are decent human beings, they will actively try to do that. Yeah. And you can then reevaluate your relationship at a later time. And that I happened with, that that happened with my poetry bay. Like, like, that happened with my bestie, Bob. Like, he was in a rough space <laughs> and I wasn't willing to excuse his actions just because he was in a rough space and we took some time and we're obviously not together but we're very good friends still um and the relationship has been able to evolve and grow and go in a different direction than it initially would have um or maybe not initially would have but it might not have if we ended things differently um but yeah it was we were good friends before we dated we dated kind of and then yeah (laughs) It kind of is very important, but mm-hmm. I digress. We dated kind of, and then you know, took the time for the various he, parties involved to I get guess. their head right. Yeah, and we are very good friends. We don't talk every day. There's no need to when we check in or when we see each other. It's always a good time, which is how it is with most of my friendship, realistically, because I don't talk to none of y'all know every day. But um. Yeah, and so it's all good vibes now. And even now, like, we can touch base with one another about things that might be going on in, like, the respective person's life. Um, I'm not particularly the type to air out my relationship issues. Um, but if I wanted to, I could. I just right. don't. Um, there are also no issues in my relationship. But... <laughs> um yeah but I just say that to say you know goodbye isn't always a bad thing it isn't always a permanent thing and it doesn't always have to happen in a negative way like goodbye doesn't always have to be beef let's normalize parting ways with people and doing it on neutral terms right the other thing that I wanted to say was that there has to be a certain level of self-control that comes after setting a boundary maintaining a boundary removing somebody from your life because they've disrespected a boundary and that has to come from you so you really have to be like this person whether we parted on bad terms or good terms is negligible the fact of the matter is right now we are not good for each other and you need to have enough self-discipline to 
maintain the distance needed for healing or growth to happen for either party involved. So it can't be that, oh, yeah, uh, you, you disrespected my boundary and I really didn't like it and you did it multiple times. And so I removed yourself from my life. But because you're sad today, a week and a half later, I am encouraging a conversation with you, even though it's detrimental to my own well-being or my own mental health or my own growth, because I still care about you. Like, we're not saying that just because you said goodbye, the feelings disappeared or the emotional ties disappeared, but you have to want it for yourself more than anybody else wants it for you. You have to lean towards protecting yourself more than you can expect anybody else to protect you so one even the saying goodbye is the setting of a boundary and so as such that needs to be a boundary that needs to be maintained irregardless of any feelings or emotions involved i think that's a good place to stop for today i think that was a good way to wrap up the series how do you feel i think that was a good way to wrap up right. is there anything that you wanted to add to the self-love series because I'm good like I I felt like boundaries is the last place to stop and I am okay with that I think I'm okay with that too okay I think this um, has been a good journey in the past literally month and a half it took us to record three episodes but yeah um we <laughs> had talked we had talked in a previous podcast about a podcast about rejection and handling rejection and so I think that will be our next episode I've gotten some very interesting podcast episode requests from some of y'all. Um, not <laughs> sure if we'll touch on them or not, but keep sending them in and we'll filter through and decide. Some of them, a lot of the time, like y'all send things and we can combine multiple of your ideas into one podcast episode. Right. Um, so keep sending in your stuff and we will get right yeah so thank you all for listening to baddish podcast we are on just about every social media platform at baddish podcast if you need to reach us a lot of you be reaching us through nyla's personal like instagram hint 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 you'd probably get more reaction if you actually use the baddish podcast one instead of she is not lying like i do not i do not go through my dms like that so right so like if you actually need to like get in touch with us just on the basis of episode requests or maybe you have like a question that you want to ask us um please use that channel just because that's just the best way to keep in contact with us and then quote of the episode you cling to the people of your past because you believe none will be in your future, but there will be others. Thank okay. you all for listening. Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll be back whenever we record. <laughs>